This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Thursday, May 20th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Today's bills will die. New Cal OSHA rules today and USDA sets climate strategy. Grants may keep food processors in California. Under the governor's May revise, food production facilities, mostly in low-income areas, would get $125 million for reducing energy use to lower emissions. During a Senate subcommittee hearing on the proposal this week, Democratic lawmakers asked why there is a carve-out for one industry. Senator Bob Wachowski of Fremont said this should at least coincide with an increase on cap-and-trade pricing for these companies. Republican Senator Brian Dolly of Lassen County saw it instead as a carrot to keep the companies in the state. Anybody that manufactures in California that could leave has already left, said Dolly. The people that process food aren't leaving because we actually still farm in California. Cal OSHA board to update COVID-19 rules today. Cal-OSHA has proposed changes to California's COVID-19 emergency regulations, and its governing board is expected to adopt the recommendations today, yet it's a mixed bag for businesses. The changes would exempt fully vaccinated employees from requirements for quarantining, testing, and some social distancing. Masking would still be required, however, and employers would have to supply unvaccinated workers with N95 respirators. The California Farm Bureau worries this would stress N95 supply lines that are just beginning to recover, and that would also complicate efforts to get masks to farm workers for protection against smoke as the state enters another severe wildfire season. The rule changes are likely to go into effect soon after board approval. It is a make-or-break day for bills. A handful of lawmakers in the legislature's two appropriations committees will determine the fate of hundreds of bills today. The sweeping proposals introduced less than a week ago in the May revise further complicate decisions for the fiscal committees. Those decisions, however, will have already been made behind closed doors by the time committee members meet this morning for what will be an auction-style rundown of bills. The top bills to watch include SB 559, which proposes $800 million for fixing canals vital to agriculture. A similar measure by the same author was held twice in appropriation committees and ultimately vetoed last year by the governor. Last week, Governor Gavin Newsom announced $200 million for conveyance repairs and maintenance. A, the low number of uh, suggest negotiations are still evolving over both the money and whether the funding would come in the form of a budget provision or through a more public legislative process. Our partners are the members of the legislature, CDFA Secretary Karen Ross told AgriPulse Friday, and we're very mindful and respectful that they will want to perhaps make some adjustments to what we're proposing. Committees will also consider several bond measures for the November 22 ballot. Some of the governor's new proposals also overlap with provisions in the climate resilience bonds. Pallet shortages prompt alarm from produce industry. 
A nationwide shortage of shipping pallets has prompted produce groups to alert members to the severity of the situation. This letter is intended in part to act as a catalyst for industry awareness and should be shared with all stakeholders to ensure a consistent understanding of the issue and to encourage discussions and efforts toward a path forward, reads a letter from the groups. Factors contributing to the shortage include rising prices for raw materials and a lack of trucks and willing workers. Most pallets in the U.S. are made of wood, though more expensive plastic options do exist. Vegetable Grower News reports the shortage could extend into June, though industry doesn't stop there. At this time, expectations are that the pallet shortage will continue for months, perhaps for the ballots of 21, reads the letter. It could cause problems for fruit, vegetable, and nut growers through the fall harvest and shipping season. The Produce Marketing Association, United Fresh Produce Association, California Strawberry Commission, Western Growers, and several other state groups, as well as Canadian national and provincial groups, signed the letter. USDA outlining goals for climate smart ag. The Agriculture Department this morning is releasing the strategy it will follow in reshaping programs and policies to help more farmers shift into climate smart practices and to make money from doing so. President Joe Biden called for the plan in an executive order issued shortly after he took office. The USDA strategy, which steers clear of specific policy proposals, takes note of more than 2,700 comments that USDA received from farm groups, environmental groups, and individuals on how the department should use new and existing programs, including crop insurance and conservation programs, to reduce greenhouse gas emissions. You can check agripulse.com for our report on the strategy. CDC, rural America slow to get vaccinated. A new Centers for Disease Control and Prevention report suggests public health practitioners should work with pharmacies, community-based organizations, and faith leaders to increase lagging rural vaccination rates. As of April 10, some 39% of rural Americans had received a COVID-19 vaccine compared to 46% in urban areas. A higher percentage of people in rural areas had to travel to a non-adjacent county to get a shot compared to urban residents, the report noted. Women in both urban and rural settings were more likely to get vaccinated than men. The report suggested that was due to women likely seeking preventative care or working in health care or education fields that prioritized early vaccination. Keep in mind, nearly one-fifth of the U.S. population lives in rural counties, according to the U.S. Census. Here's today's He Said It. This is preposterous. It's a joke. It's an embarrassment, and it's things that happen in third world countries. That California Republican Representative Devin Nunes in a water forum yesterday responding to expectations that one million acres will be fallowed this year due to the drought. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Thursday, May 20th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West... I'm Jeff Alley.